We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Light Years, my man. Warriors lose 138-136. You know, I'd like to say we learned something new tonight. I really would. But we know that's we know that's not true. We know it's not true. In fact, you and I even texted about it at halftime. And it just predictably played out. Right? I texted you when they were up six at half saying they're going to lose... Got a perfect first half from Draymond. Made every shot, and they're only up six. OKC wasn't playing particularly well. Chet Holmgren missed half the first quarter. And and to your credit, you're like, oh, it's 100% loss. You knew it's coming. And I feel like my only takeaway here is it feels like it's officially, yeah, officially over for this team. I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, let's start there. Yeah. I tweeted this out at the end of the game. They're they're too old, they're too slow, and they're too dumb. It's just it's all three, right? They're too old, as in they're just not good enough anymore physically. They're too slow; they can't get a stop on anyone. SGA, Jalen Williams, they can't get a stop. One hundred and thirty points is embarrassing, OT or not. And they're too dumb. They've never been the smartest team, right? Like, I, I, let's not sit here and act like they've always been like a like a LeBron team or a CP, like like just methodical. Make all the right plays and how they don't not always been that team, but the, the thing is their variance is always amazing, right? They always reach these highs. And now you're just seeing them, they're just constantly dumb without the highs, right? Tonight they don't get the elite Draymond defensive performance, nor did they get play going for 35. They got a decent clay and like a decent Draymond, but those guys are still making dumb plays left and right. And to me, it just that's where this team is at. They just they're not good enough. To mask the dumb plays now that they have, I mean, I th- ridiculous. I think it's a little simpler than that. I don't think they're skilled. I think this is what happens when you turn away every player because they don't fit your system. I don't like he dribbles too much. He does too much of that, and you end up with a bunch of dudes who are role players who can't do anything other than I don't know play with effort really like when i look at this team uh i thought clay and uh wiggins 
played an okay game. I thought Clay played an above average game. I think Wiggins had a good first half and a bad second half there. Yes, yes. Neither of those those guys have any business dribbling the ball. They're not skilled enough to. And as Clay slowed down, he can't get to a shot as much as he wants to. He got to it tonight, but that sort of thing. Draymond never been a shot creator for himself, or you know, he's not a scorer. Looney, not one. You look at the second unit. Okay, Chris Paul didn't play tonight. Corey Joseph, another classic. I like him because he doesn't make mistakes player, but he doesn't do anything either. He doesn't actually do anything positive. Pods might be their second best shot creator. And he's a 20-year-old rookie, which is the problem. Wiggins, sorry, Wiggins, wrong, wrong K- term. Kuminga's your second best Kuminga. shot creator, but yeah, which, which is yeah, but- not great because he can't dribble either. He's their he's their best athlete, but yeah, the skill is not where you want it. And then you know, Moody he wasn't drafted to be that player. Moody was drafted to be kind of a Clay Wiggins three and D type of guy. And so I'm just sitting here, and on the on the flip side, I'm watching Oklahoma City. Four of Oklahoma City's starters can play off the dribble. Three of them can get their own shot at will. Like Shea can get his own shot at will. Jalen Williams can. Chet Holmgren is a center can, which is pretty special. Uh, Giddy's a good passer. He can't really create off the bounce for himself. But I'm just sitting here and I'm going, look, man, they could be older and more veteran, but at a certain point, you're just looking across. I'm like, are you guys actually better at basketball than them? <laughs> like, you know, like, and, and that's kind of where I'm just, and I agree there's more to basketball than, you know, going to your bag and getting off the bounce. But like the flip side to it is like, if you can't do anything when the defense overreacts to you, you just end up throwing the ball around like idiots, which is what the Warriors did tonight. And all that being said, they're up three with seven seconds left, and all Draymond has to do is not go for a steal, which he had no <laughs> chance of getting unless you're Victor Wembanyama, and not foul when a guy's shooting a three because the guy's already shooting a three. Two of the dumbest plays for a player that I think you and I have sat here and has said that Draymond's one of the smartest players we've ever seen. Those are two of the dumbest plays I have ever seen ever seen and so all that being said to your point they're running an emotion offense because they don't because that's what steve likes sleepy steve and they have 30 turnovers because their motion offense doesn't work because everybody knows what it does and they have nobody that can dribble so they have 30 turnovers all that being said they lose because one of their championship trios makes a boneheaded play that honestly sam i don't think high schoolers make that's how dumb that was so I'm not, I don't even want to make this a macro thing for me tonight. I'm actually focused on the micro tonight. That's how stupid that was. One of the dumbest plays I've ever seen. It's embarrassing because we've now seen it multiple times this season. This is not multiple, multiple times against this same team, against <laughs> Chet Holmgren, who's technically a rookie. You know? like Yeah. Multiple times this week. Sorry. Sorry. Multiple times this week they've done some of these plays, right? Mm-hmm. So this is not a one-time occurrence. I think you and I, one time, whatever, keep it moving. But this is a this is a symptom that's been consistent for guys that are in their mid thirties have won four championships together. The guy's got a gray beard. It's how old he is, man. He's got a gray. He's got gray in his beard. And what are they gonna do? Yeah. I mean, look, they're gonna sit post game and they're gonna talk about how they should have had the game and and blah blah blah. No, they deserve to lose this game. It's pathetic. I said thirty turnovers. Sorry, twenty nine. Twenty nine. By the way, most. Since 2002, 29 is a disgusting number. And Steve's going to Steve's gonna overreact to this and play 
Chris Paul 30 minutes next game because he doesn't turn the ball over. But it gets back to the same issue. Why did they turn it over tonight? Some of it's just stupidity, like no way around that. But a lot of it's like, dude, you're playing a longer, more athletic, quicker team than you, and you have no ability to create a shot. So you're trying to do 14 intricate passes. And to your point, that style is really hard to play, really hard to play at that level without shot creation. And it's just, I'm just sitting here, I'm going like, am I really going to blame Moses Moody or even Wiggins for not being Andre Godala? Like, come on, man. You know, you know, like it's, they need to evolve off of it. They need to, you know, and, and I know I'm assuming your perspective is like, Steve's not going to change. So what are we talking about? (laughs) But (laughs) like, what do you do? I just, I just don't understand what you do because you watch this game if you're if you're honestly I think Steve and Steph are, are, and Draymond are part of this though Sam like I, I just don't Correct. think it's just Steve because I think if you're Steph that overtime was was just he turns it over a few times he really just waits till they're down by nine points to start going ISO mm-hmm. and I just I'm not asking for Steph to shoot the ball every possession or to run pick and roll every possession but you just you gotta be more aware that. This just isn't the offense that's going to work anymore. You can't start Looney. You can't just play off ball half the game. It's it's not going to work. And I think this falls not just on Steve Kerr, but those two guys. Because it's you know and, it's and, Steph and Draymond that run that run that team. It's, it's and the and the flip side the flip side to it is Steph doesn't want to play on ball all game because he's thirty five and he's you know I don't think he has the legs to do it. And so we get back to. The issue, which is, yeah, we've seen enough. It's a roster issue. Yeah, and there's like, we can focus on how Kuminga looked really good tonight for the most part. How Pods looks like the Woo! best draft pick they've had in a decade. Woo! Like a kid's a player, you know. Um, elite Moody, feel. elite feel for the game. By the way, Moody Pods. keeps Moody's coming along. Like there, those are good things. But I'm just sitting here and I'm going, you know, then. They need more at this point. It's because it, those guys look really good for their age. They do not look really good for contending, which are two completely different conversations, right? Yeah. From a process perspective, from a process perspective, I think even if they had won this game, you can't convince me that this is a, a contending team, right? Even no. if Steph wins that game at the end, let's just go by that. Um, they get to to five hundred, right? They get to eleven mm-hmm. eleven, but you're not. You can't convince me that's a contending team. They can't stop a nosebleed. Uh, you bring up Iguodala. That was the guy I, that I was really thinking about at halftime because I'm watching this team and I'm like, yeah, they go up by ten. They go up by that fifteen. Then then they're down by ten. Then they then they catch up again. Every game's a no, uh, a nail biter. They just don't have a guy that's a stopper, right? They just don't have a dude that can, that you can throw out there and say, all right, SGA, like that, that's it tonight. They couldn't do that. Jalen Williams was was running Clay over tonight. Just yeah. running him over tonight. Wiggins had, I mean, Kaminga had no chance. And the thing about Kaminga, and again, Kaminga played well. He had 24 points. I thought he was he was 11 rebounds, it? probably more impressive. <laughs> 11 rebounds, amazing. But but he doesn't know how to play defense, right? It's hard against someone like SJ, but like he's super big and athletic, but he just doesn't seem to understand how yet. So maybe he will, but he doesn't know how to right now, right? And so that's what part of it. And then you brought up Iguodala on offense. I'm thinking about Iguodala on defense. They just missed that so much. And I mean, maybe you can say it's GP too, but 
GP2 is out half the, t- half the season, every season, right? He's just hurt all yeah. the time. So you can't rely on him. It's, um, it is, it's hard to watch this team that really, Sam, I don't know if they have any answers. No, I mean, I it, it's like the, the saddest thing is it feels like try to not try to hold it together to the deadline. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man. like, like you're probably not going to go on a run and you're probably not going to, well, you could free fall, but you're probably not going on a run. So how do you get to the deadline and put yourself in position to potentially make a good change? I don't know. I want to play this sound. This is from, this is from yesterday pregame. Obviously they started the championship lineup, but this was in context of who he was going to start. I haven't decided yet what, you know, I, I mean, I've been very committed to, you know, getting this first group going because I, you know, I just watched that group win a championship, you know, two years ago and a year and a half, actually. Uh, That's significant to me. And I still think um, all those guys, uh, have a lot to offer. They're kind of an ensemble cast. You know, each one is um, very much dependent on um, the other. And, um, you know, kind of to your point, like we've sort of, you know, figured out who we are and play and we've got some different things we try to do. And there's a lot of continuity with that group. Um, so I want to, I want to stay with them. Um, but um, they have not been the same can we just can we put this to rest? Okay. That line that lineup's been figured out. I'm impressed they were able to get away with a lineup with Steph being the only guy who can create his own shot, Clay and Wiggins and um Looney and Draymond who are non-scorers in the front court for as long as they did. But like, come on, man. It's just predictable. It cost them in the playoffs last year. They don't have an alternative beyond that and and they just they need to move away from it now the part that kind of bothers me in all this okay. is he says they won a championship two years ago with this same group i don't really care how people feel about jordan Poole, but he was a way more integral part of that team than he gets credit for he's also probably him not being as good is why they fell apart the following year the dude was the second best scorer on that title team he was. He also was the guy they would always throw out there when they needed additional offense. The fact that his game fell apart is probably the single biggest reason that they uh, they went from a contender to mediocrity the following year. But it speaks indicatively to what I feel, which is, look, man, Clay and, Clay and Wiggins play the same role as far as I'm concerned. Neither of them, neither of them could create a shot. And I'm just looking around the NBA and it's just like, you got to have someone other than Steph out there who can get, who can do something. I don't need, I don't need someone who dribbles in a circle for like eight, you know, 18 seconds on the clock. But like, you kind of need someone who can get their own shot just to keep the defense honest a little bit. Also got to be honest about the guys that are there today that haven't reached that level. I mean, even Mm -hmm. Clay just hasn't been the same guy from two years ago when he first came back from injury, which is a little sad. Um, and then Wiggins has has completely – and tonight, I mean, you said he played a good first half. He, he did. Second half was terrible, though. Like, it just – it's just – stepping out of bounds 
brother, you're not a rookie, man. Like Kaminga, I get if he's stepping out of bounds. I can get played too much. He's out there, right? Blah, blah. Kaminga's the one that looks composed out there outside of the last foul, but whatever, right? He's the one that looks composed out there. Wiggins look like he's fucking daring headlights, airballing layups. Embarrassing. So his level has gone low. The comments over here, I got to read this out here. So no Jordan Poole, you mentioned that. But no Otto Porter, Bielitsa, and a healthy GP2. I mean, like, those are three elite role players, right? Tonight, they have those three guys tonight. I mean, Bielitsa is kind of just like a, like a Sarich-ish kind of type of player. But you talk about Otto Porter Jr. When, he's been, when he was on the floor for the Warriors, was an elite rebounder, knew how to pass the ball, knew how to uh, defend. And then, of course, GP2, right? Just he would have been the guy that's guarding Jalen Williams or SGA, probably SGA, and would have done a better job than someone like like Kaminga did tonight, right? So, like, I just – those are the role players that are great, and then you combine that with the fact that two – like, your two starting wings are terrible now? The two starting I... wings are terrible is a bigger issue. By the way, Sarge yeah. led the team with 12 rebounds. Him and Kuminga combined had 12 each. Like, Sarge, Sarge does dumb stuff, but he plays so hard, and he's and he's a role player that I just – I really got nothing he's better, to, he's to better say about than, him. He's better than Bielitsa. He's not quite as good as Otto Porter. He's in the middle there. He's um, definitely better than B. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, right. It is what sure. it, like he's not as versatile defensively as Otto, and like that's a big deal. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. I, I still feel like watching this team. It's the the biggest. Thing I'm sitting here. It's like, dude, they have no offense outside of thirty. You know, you, you can run eighteen screens to get Clay a shot or Moody a shot or whoever it may be, but it's like. And I and I think everything permeates down from that. I really do. I think you have to work so hard to get going. It leads to stupidity. They always turn the ball over. But how many of those turnovers could be alleviated if they had someone they could trust just, to create yeah, their own Just offense? run a pick and roll. Exactly. I yeah. mean, exactly. Just get a guy to – I mean, that theoretically, that's what Chris Paul was for. I mean, that, yeah. is, their, that is their answer, theoretically, who was sick tonight. I just uh, – is that the answer? I mean, I think I think I say no. I, I think I don't know how you feel now. <laughs> I mean, like, is, is that really the answer? Probably, probably not. The is Chris Paul the answer? No. I mean, right. having watched it, the hope was Chris Paul would be able to get something out of Kuminga and Moody. Right. And honestly, Kuminga looks better without him. <laughs> yeah, you, you, they're getting it out of Kuminga just by putting him next to Stephen Draymond. <laughs> They don't need CP3 to get it out of him. Sure. So, I mean, I don't know if he's going to make it past the deadline. They're going to say all the right things. He's been a professional. I can't, like, hate. But Was no. he sick tonight? It Was hasn't he worked. Tonight? Yeah, Was I know, he right? Yeah. I know, right? You know, so that's what I'm sitting here. Before we get to the goons, our guy Bob Myers. You see him on uh yeah, please. I have a take here. So I was hoping you would get to this because I have a take here. But So I'm going to play the – uh the one with him with, with Charles Barkley, not yes, the Halliburton please. one. I want to give you credit for jumping off the Titanic before it sunk. Oh, 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 no comment. I'm staying away. No, 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 no. I have friends shot fired. I have friends over there. Yeah, you're going to see them soon. <laughs> I can't outright hate Chuck. I mean, like, it's, it's elite hating no. of the Warriors, but yeah. Chuck's Chuck, you know? Why don't you? I'll let you. I'll let you kick it off. You have something you want to say? I like Bob. I like Bob. I just. I know. I know people have used these videos and his his ESPN tenure so far to to you know talk about the terrible draft picks he's made. But I don't know. I like him. I like him. I, I don't have a take. I was gonna go with the Halliburton stuff, but before we get to that, I was gonna I was gonna have you get some stuff off because I think you're you're a little 
you're a little more annoyed of Bob Myers than I am. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to the Halliburton stuff just because you wanna you wanna get to that and we've been yeah. seeing it. Um I don't know. I I don't really expect Bob to act any differently in that moment. Like, what do you want him to get act offended? Come on. You gotta kind of play that off with a laugh, right? Yeah. Um it's just kind of like it is what it is in that moment. It just it, it it hits a very sensitive part in me regarding you know they had a chance in 20 and 21 to set this baby up to be a 20 year run which is unrealistic but any way you want to slice it what they ended up doing with those draft picks uh, it's such a missed opportunity whether it was flipping them for better players or just taking the right players you know you know what i'm saying like you turned a number 2 pick into acquiring a guy you could have just kept in free agency. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you just look at it from a process standpoint, they were gifted picks in Steph's prime. And those picks could have been the, the Kawhi Leonard, which is the young guy to help you. Or they could have been like, you compile them to get Anthony Davis or something like that, you know, and any way you slice it, they got the worst of all worlds with it. And that's, what's infuriating. Um, do but they won a championship. So that's what I go back to. I know. I, I know. I know. I know. And people are going to hate me. Uh, but, you know, I feel like I've always been in a bad mood lately. So maybe I'll be the good guy here. Uh, but, like, to me, it's... it's They didn't win because of those picks, though. You, they, you won because Steph's, they won because Steph's an asshole. But who's and to he's just, say if they drafted LaMelo that they won a championship? You just don't know, right? So give me the reality where... I saw them win a championship. That's the reality. That's the Doctor Strange alternate universe that I know that the Warriors won a championship. But I don't know if they had drafted LaMelo Ball that they would have won a championship. What if him and Jordan Poole knock each other out? Because they're both kind of just the same dude. Maybe, maybe something like that happens that they just they, Jordan Poole doesn't become Jordan Poole and they don't win a championship. I, I don't know. I don't know. And so that that's to me. And I know it's not, it's not like there's nothing um, – concrete about that it's just me saying give me the reality that they win a title that's this, all i'm happy this is some that. elite this is some elite copium uh, i've been doing a lot of copium by the way <laughs> by the way <laughs> nick in the comments i'm not stressed out i'm getting married next week i'm not stressed out it's not a big wedding it's just a it's something quick so no no stress from my part my stress is shohei otani uh but i just i sam i just i don't like you can set up the next 10 years but how forget forget Lamelo though, because if we're and I'm gonna play the video right now. Okay, there we go. If we're honest with ourselves, yes. And I think Lamelo is significantly better than you do. <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton's still the better player. You know, like it, it's like if you redrafted it with like oh, knowing knowing what you know in the future now. If they go ant at well, oh, no, 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 no. I'm taking Halliburton one. I'm taking. I mean. He's having the best year, but so he probably goes Halliburton and Mello third, probably. Yeah, maybe Jane McDaniels fourth. Anyway, the, the point is, you know, who's not in the conversation is All James right. Wiseman. Yeah. So, but but your point stands. It's hard to argue that Halliburton's not the best player in that draft looking at it, uh, four years later or three and a half years later at this point. Um, okay, let's play this real quick because this is the one you want to react to. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Two miles from here, uh, in Vegas, with myself, yeah, uh, Steve Kerr, Joe Lacob, and he did what he does. He made a ton of shots. 
Um, and we looked at each other and we said, he might be pretty good. A different kind of shot, a little bit of a set shot. Funky shot, Funky shot right? but yeah. he, he made them all. What, what bothers me more than anything was his workout was good. When we met with him after, I should have known then because of who he is as a person and as a leader. Because you meet with people, you talk to them, that, that, that conversation left a mark mm. because of how smart he is and how confident. It's not fake. It's not arrogant. It's confidence. And so, Woj, when you talk about players wanting to play with him, that's real because he's a great player. He's showing us now he's a great player, and this is a fantastic stage for him. But, but more than that, there's a lot of great players in the NBA that people do not want to play with. There's a lot of them. You are a great player and a great person. Then people want to play with you. So he's doing it. I'm thrilled for the Pacers. I'm thrilled for that community. That's what talking about. That's what talking about. <laughs> and, and we're lucky to be able to watch him 30 minutes from now because he just. He's amazing. Bob is amazing. What is he talking about, Sam? He just. He, what, is, what is he I'll, saying? What is he talking I'm, about? I'm giving you the stage. I'm giving you the stage because my blood pressure is rising. <laughs> he's so. So this is classic, right? Um, Anytime, you know, when you're in sales or you've got to like, um, you've got to really filibuster or something like that and just bullshit all around bullshit. <laughs> like, this is what you do, right? The first thing you do is you like, you half admit their question. You say it back to them. Then you talk about something entirely different. Tyrese Halliburton's um, personality, which is Bob's thing. Then you get really emotional. Look at his face. He's in there. He's just like, he's just like, you know, him as a person. And then he just starts talking about that, which has nothing to do with, uh, with the fact that they didn't draft him. But my point was, and I think this was obvious, point, obvious, obvious point, is that he's the Kawhi Leonard, right? He's the Kawhi Leonard, uh, more so than any anybody else. He's the mid-round draft pick. He's the guy that I think, you know, nobody really knew Kawhi. Uh, coming into that draft, San Diego State, like who knew, right? Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, by the way, Ohio, oh, Iowa State, by the way, Brock Purdy. Uh, looks like they're boys, which is funny. Um, but that's the guy, right? Mid first round draft pick. They could have traded back to get him. The Spurs traded up, right, to get him, traded George Hill. But like that was the guy in terms of parallels. He would have led this team. Maybe in an alternate universe, I would take a gamble and say, just give me Halliburton. Maybe the Warriors win four titles. And even if they win zero, maybe they win zero and Steph is three. At least we get to watch Halliburton for the next 15 years. That's, I think, the pick. That is the guy that is the Kawhi Leonard of this that the Warriors just missed. On. And the sick part, though, is that once this video came out, everybody started retweeting old quotes of Steph, uh, or excuse me, of Halliburton saying how he wanted to play with Steph, how Steve Kerr liked Halliburton. Uh, Halliburton came Warriors, out himself. Warrior scouts loved him. Facts and the last one, like he came out himself on Reddit show saying that the Warriors came hard at him. Whatever that means, don't know what that means, but he said that on the show. And Maybe we'll investigate this on the next pod. <sighs> That's it, man. That's I it have. For we me. might we might have a we might have a special guest, someone who's nefarious oh, enough to get to the bottom of it. Nefarious um, is great. But yeah, no, I mean, I I don't want to do the could have had him, but like it kind of gonna look at him for the next decade and probably think about it you know every time we watch him you're gonna just be like probably could have been a warrior you know and and that's probably how minnesota feels for a decade watching steph curry well, that's fair you know and bob can play it off i should have known i should have done this like bro you should have just done your job uh it's pretty i don't know we'll get into it but like I remember the Warrior Scouts liked him pre-draft, but they didn't think his upside was high enough to take in the top three. And it's one of those things where I'm just sitting here, I'm going like, man, go go with your gut sometimes. Like, like trust yourself a little bit, man. You know? 
like just do right they had picks they had offers to get back to eight remember well that's a, that's a point they were afraid that if they passed on one of the you know wiseman lamello edwards they would be looking back on this for a decade that they missed on the next big thing and so they had to take one of those three instead of like trusting that like i kind of think this kid might be better than those guys in three years kind of do and to be fair he's been better than them every step of the way but you know it's like one of those things where it's just kind of like you're overthinking the upside a little bit and i don't know it's 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 frustrating because he's gonna play in the in-season turn the nba cup finals he's been phenomenal the entire way right like he's just a phenomenal player uh, and he's ex- he's a warrior player. You watch him. He's everything this team has been about for a decade. Uh, and it's it's just hard hard to not be frustrated when you're watching the whole thing. Do you think that because Halliburton was also traded, right? The Pacers weren't his drafted team. He was traded. I mean, the Kings are morons for that, too. If that, if that's, <laughs> so like, like, talk about that for a second. It's insane to me. I just, I always, I always refrain on, on making fun of them because I'm like, look, man. The Warriors. Eh? Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not like the Warriors didn't have a shot also and they didn't make the same dumb decision, you know? So I just, I just think it's, it's hilarious. I mean, the Kings are, are awesome and, and, you know, the Warriors choked one away, classic, because they're, they're too dumb, uh, and they couldn't beat the Kings. But, um, you know, Sabonis is is a great fit for their system. But man, Fox and Halliburton. Now maybe you can't run and run a team. Maybe you need one. I don't know. I just Sam Fox and Halliburton. I mean, the the obvious they answer them. they had them. They had the them. obvious answer is you hold on to it longer, and then maybe move one of them okay. for like a right a Giannis. You know, not 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 a not a Sabonis. A, uh, a you know like an actual like uh superstar big. Yeah. Um and, and and until then it's like I don't know the talent's too big but whatever. That's but that's like, the, I I'm looking at it from the Warriors lens which is they, they have the number 2 pick and they trade him for nothing. They trade him they trade him to get back a player that they could have got for free. I always feel I always feel like because Halliburton was just so at the time cuz you, you you go back snapshot in that moment Halliburton was not in the top five. He wasn't in the top six, top seven, top eight. Like it was very clear that he was like a periphery top 10 guy. Some, so, guys, some people had him around five, six, but you're right. No one, no one was seriously considering him over uh, LaMelo or, or Wiseman. It, which is not to say that if the Warriors didn't, wasn't ballsy enough, they could just take him, right? Like that's your job. You don't just go group think on this stuff, but I just, you know, it just, it wasn't, he wasn't that guy. It's like with Steph, it felt like he was going to be a top eight guy. Like if, if, if the Warriors didn't take Steph, he would have went right after. Right. And, and so Minnesota fucked that one up. Um, but it wasn't like Halliburton went three. So I think it was always a little, it was always like LaMelo is kind of the more obvious one because it's like, well, LaMelo's probably would have went two if somebody else was at two, right? Didn't it feel that way? It, it kind of felt like the Warriors. Chat said, chat said Mike Schmidt had Halliburton top two. So ESPN, okay. Uh, Wasserman, I just looked at his mock draft because he uh, he reshared it. it. Always great when you're right <laughs> four years later to be like, what did you have him? Four. Four. So I should have gone number four. Uh, and, and I don't think either of them are disappointed. Like, you know, 
I mean, him he, those turning, guys are right. Those guys are him right. turning into this probably exceeds what anyone thought, but they're just like, no, nah, he's a lot better than people think. He fell to 12. Why? Because he had an awkward shot and like low skinny, you know. I mean, like like low floor is what, what I mean, sorry, high or, floor, high floor, low ceiling is what people yeah, say. I mean, when people yeah. say that about Pajemski, and then you watch Pods play, and, and you know, I wasn't a fan of him, but I don't know anything about him. I'm not, I'm not I, I wasn't scouting him, but you watch him play, and you're just like, yeah. oh. I mean, he might have a low ceiling, maybe, but he also is going to be a 38% three-point shooter. Looks like 40. he can play some pretty good defense. Yeah, and 40 is hard. I, so I just tried. I went a little bit. 40% is hard. So it's just he can, he can hit a shot. That's for sure. Right. So, so the only thing about him is, to me, the only question about him moving forward is, is he going to be like strong enough or shifty enough to consistently create his own shot? Because right. to me, it looks like he's going to be able to defend. Like He's just going to be good enough. Based on effort and 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 how well, he feels the game, he's going to be good enough. It's it's like the Halliburton question, which is like, can oh, you he's get? On can defense, you? Though. But what he's just he? so good. He's just so good on offense. He's terrible. Is he? He was good for the Kings for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one I think one. I think once you get into that, like you got to average thirty and fifteen. Uh, yeah. I mean, I watched Steph for like five years be like nah i'm just gonna go camp out on the corner <laughs> you guys play defense i'm good but uh, um, uh i, th- I, I think that, that yeah. i think he can defend if he has to but um what i was gonna say is uh uh yeah no it's it's like the same like can he can he get his own shot when defense is key on him right yeah. and halberton's clearly proven he can yep. like it, that, that should no longer be a question it uh with pods like i don't know Maybe, yeah, maybe not. Sure. We'll yeah. see. But I do know for the 19th pick, he's probably going to be a productive player. I love him. I mean, I love him. I don't know what to say, dude. I, I love him. I, I, I kind of wish that um, they, they didn't need to play coach with him. I get why Steve does it, but. Um, I kind of wish they went to the logic of just drafting basketball players instead of theoretical projects three years ago, because that's what they, that's what they did with this pick. They're just like, which one of these guys just watch it? Which one of these guys is a basketball player? Fuck upside. Fuck like Cam Whitmore could be, you know. Uh, remember What's Summer Cam League? Whitmore up to? He's in his G League because he can't, he's not good. Um, and maybe he will be, but it's like, you know, sure. You, it's the it's a mystery box. Like, oh, once we teach him how to play with these physical tools, you're gonna be in the next Kawhi Leonard, you know? And they were just like, maybe, maybe not. But like, you know, the, the Warriors drafted the mystery box way too many years. Ago. Well, they did. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say they did it multiple <laughs> times. Because what do you think Mike Dunleavy drafts in, in 2021? If everything, if they took the best player available, they would have took Franz Wagner. Right. And like, do they take Trey Murphy? <laughs> right. Like, that's another guy who, you know, I love Moses Moody, but well, I guess Trey Murphy can't stay healthy. So who knows? But still, right. Like they they, they definitely take Franz Wagner. They definitely do because the kid knows how to play basketball, which you know. And didn't he's even... got like underrated physical skill. Oh, it's not underrated. He's, he's a six ten ball handler. That's not that's not underrated. That's pretty properly rated. Just right? white. He's just white. He's just. White. <laughs> um, but Kaminga played very very well. He did. Before we get to the goons, can we talk about Kaminga? Because I want to you know do some optimistic at least. But Kaminga looked great tonight, right? He did. He did. I mean, this is kind of um, why I want them just to like look, man. You're not winning a title. You want to say showcase, you sicko. It's not even about showcasing, man. You're not winning a title. Yeah, I agree. 
Jonathan Kuminga is your best route to a title. Either he develops into being that guy you need him to be, or you showcase him, and then you can get the player you need. But the point is, like, the core is not winning a title. They need one of the young guys to step up, period. And then when that guy steps up, then you can make the decision if you're going to move him for an older player or you trust him to be that player. Uh, and so that's where I get frustrated with not wanting to give these guys space because I understood it two years ago when they were very clearly a top three seed. But this team, what's their best case? The six seed right now? Yeah. Yeah. They're first round team right now. They're first mm-hmm. round team. Absolutely. Might, first might round. as well see what you got with those guys and then um, react down the line. Yep. All right. We'll get to the goons here um, before that. Uh, we are Light Years Podcast, brought to you by Under Armour. Uh, Steph Curry makes you believe you can do anything. <laughs> believe me. Believes that we can do anything. Uh, Curry 11s are the specifically designed with ultimate bounce grip and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. Uh, new generations of ball players are coming up and showing the basketball world that the old rules do not apply. The future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry. This NBA season, rock with your favorite player and rep issues on and off the court. Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. The UA Warp Tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet, locked in no matter what you do on the court, stopping your tracks with dual-density UA flow condition, cushioning and traction and emergency brake you don't even notice. Steph's 11th signature shoe steps into the second decade of his sneaker career, pulling colorway inspiration from the wonders of a positive and modernized future on and off the court. Take these kicks with you when you leave the scrimmage and rep UA wherever you go. Do your thing. Change the game. The Curry 11 Future Curry is available now at currybrand.com. All right. We're brought to you by Sleeper Fantasy. You think you know basketball? Try to turn your basketball knowledge into real money with the Sleeper app. The ultimate fantasy sports app that can turn game day into payday. Tonight, pretty straightforward. Two players, if you had taken Steph Curry and Shea Gilgis-Alexander, boom, cash out. Just download the Sleeper app and pick more or less on your favorite players. With more stats than any other daily fantasy app, just choose two more of your guys from pregame or live. Pick more or less from the predicted stats, and you can win up to 100 times your money if your picks win. Use promo code right there, light years, and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 25 states. Check out Sleeper today. All right. And Light Years Podcast is brought to you by Factor. This holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel you on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all your holiday to-dos. If you're looking for calorie-conscious options over the holidays that don't skimp on flavor, try delicious, dietitian, calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Or if you need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best, try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. So head to factormeals.com slash 50 and use code lightyears50 to get 50% off. That light, that's the code lightyears50 at factors.com slash lightyears50 
to get 50% off. Do I get mad? Do I get mad? Just go play and wait. Let's go. Yeah, turnovers and fouls. It's, I can just repeat it every game if you want. I mean, it's turnovers and fouls. That's what it comes down to. So, um, you know, fact is, we're playing one of the best teams in the league on their floor. Um, we're good enough. We're good. We're good enough to win a championship. I believe that this team. But if we're going to just turn it over and throw the ball to the other team and foul over and over, then we're going to lose. We know the formula. We just controlled that whole game on the road uh, against a great team. That's our game. So, then um, yeah, turnovers and fouls. He's pissed. 29 is like almost kind of an obscene number. So yeah, just the most- obscene is the right word. Oh, he's pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Which which are the ones that you just like? I mean, I, I assume you know you want all twenty nine back, but which ones are the ones that you just like can't have? You want me to go through? Particularly if there's any in overtime or the fourth. <laughs> oh, oh, he's <laughs> he's angry. Wow, on. I actually this is we will watch all twenty nine. I can tell you that. Yeah, as a team, we're going to watch all twenty nine turnovers wow. because um, it's 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 a decision making game. You know, uh, basketball is all about decision making. There's probably some where, you know, it's, uh, you know, random. Maybe it's an illegal screen. We got a couple of those, and we'll see, you know, you know what the calls were like on those. Maybe they were good calls. Maybe I don't know, but I don't mind illegal screens so much. But um, I think Sleepy Steve might be awake. That was pretty. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, but is he is he awake in terms of? what his roster looks like yeah exactly fucking 2023 brother everyone knows you're trying to make a pass when the guy has no ability to put the ball on the floor and make a play thank you thank you like it's it's, you have to get more dynamic players on the floor that's where i'm at with this like and i say that is like i'll never say a negative thing about looney uh why would i the dude's the ultimate team guy he's exceeded his role but like too many, too many Looney Draymond lineups, too many Clay and Wiggins lineups. And I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, of course, a younger, more athletic team knows when he kicked the ball and they close out, that guy's going to pass the ball because he has no ability to put it on the floor. And so we're going to keep going through this, like coach them up all you want. But like, you know. I, I agree. It's like, you got to look at yourself and think about why these turnovers are happening. When you go through all 29, there's probably going to be eight or nine of them there that just are going to happen normally, are just going to be dumb. Sure. Steph had a few. Draymond just throws a couple out of bounds, right, and just a few dumb ones. But so many of those, 10 to 15 of those, are just going to be, dude, Sarge shouldn't have the ball there making a decision. Neither should Clay. Neither should, right, like neither should Kaminga. Why is Wiggins the guy that's making the four-on-three decision? You're making these guys that just aren't great decision makers have to make these decisions that should only be made by guys like Steph and Draymond. And Steph and Draymond makes dumb turnovers all the time, but yeah. I'd rather them make those turnovers than have to watch Clay try to force the ball to Looney. Because guess what? If Clay gets the ball to Looney, it's not like he's making the shot, right? Like, and again, he's, love Clay, he's, love Looney. He's turning. He's just turning, not. looking for Clay. Like, it's how many times have you seen that? Like. Clay makes a little pot. Clay's actually low key good at the pocket pass, and then and then you know pivot, turn, 
where's clay you know it's just it's so it, yeah it's know. it's i don't know i don't know but i you know i've haven't seen Steve so mad in a while. I mean, he just, he looked really angry. I mean, they gave that one away again. I'm glad he didn't say they gave that one away, but he is right. I mean, they controlled most of that game. Like that is true. They controlled most of that game against a very good team on the road. Like that is true. So there is that, but Sam, I don't know. You don't get moral victories for a team. That's this veteran laden, right? Like we don't give a shit about moral victories. <laughs> Nobody cares. Go Bobby, the in the cha- Bobby in the chat's going, it's played out. And that's kind of how I feel about it too. Like it, it is played out. Leave it there. Game. You know what I mean? Yeah. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. And use light years, L Y G H T Y E R S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code light years for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. We get to some goons here. We got our Geo, our leadoff hitter up here. Oh, boy. Just bring up some, some Oasis for him. Yeah. What's up, guys? Can you guys hear me? Am I clear? Yeah, you're perfect. Yeah, you're good. Uh, my take is honestly like, fuck Bob Myers, really. Like, the dude was like, what, 48 years old? And he like quits because like, he's too scared to make the hard decisions. And like, I mean, that's ridiculous to me. Like, the best job in the league is to GM Steph Curry. And you quit like, at, what, 48 years old for no reason at all. Like, why, because you're too tired? Like, that makes, that makes no sense to me. That, that's, that's my first take. My second take is like, are they gonna make a move? Like, are they really? Because like the last like four years, they, they've done nothing in at the deadline. Are they gonna change this team? And like, and what February? Because like, like that's my hope. But like, honestly, man, because I know Jaleka, bro. Like, he wants to get out. Of, he wants that tax gone. Like, they, they, no, like, like Siakam doesn't make sense. No, like, nobody likes to pay taxes. That's a fact. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, like, do they want to actually try to win this year? Oh, the following until Steph is done, because like that's my take. Because like that, because that, that's not the fuck with you guys. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the uh, the the hopium take here, which is uh, we know trades don't happen until mid January at the soonest. So there's no reason to get upset over them not making a move on December eighth. You just have to kind of grit it and hope they can win enough games between now and then. Uh, and the second one is Mike Dunleavy's not Bob Myers. That does not mean he will be better than Bob Myers. That does not mean he will be worse than Bob Myers. We do not know how he will handle this. I think the first few moves he's made has shown he's not afraid to be unpopular and aggressive, but we don't know. So 
I, I you can't sit on past precedent with with a new GM just because we don't know we don't know like if this is Bob I'd feel pretty comfortable telling you pack it up bro let's <laughs> get let's just get to the off season let's hope Kuminga get some good minutes you know but uh, yeah yeah but you have a, you, have a, you have a new you have a new guy in charge and we just, we just don't know that's that's all I'm gonna say my thing is Joe Lacob's still here like I mean like is there a reason why Bob didn't pivot? Through from James Wiseman because Joe Lacob was still is still like I don't know like running the show really like does does Mike have the agency to actually do things with this roster? Like, I think if Bob was make I think if Joe was making all the decisions they would make twenty trades and he'd regret at I least mean, half yeah, of them by true. mistake. Yeah, I, I mean, he strikes me as a guy who wants to make a move and then after it's like oh no. I've made a mistake. So I'll give, yeah. I'll give Bob, I'll at least give Bob this. Bob was, Bob was a guy who saved him from himself a little bit there. Yeah, I did. I get it. I mean, Joey is like tiring. I mean, cause, cause, cause I would quit too if Joe Joe was my, was my boss. Like, there's no way I'll last like, what, like eight years. 100%. No way. Okay. 100%. Appreciate you, Gio. Yeah. No I think they make a move for what it's worth, but we've got, we've got so much time, as you always say. So, yeah, it's, it's like, let's, like, they have no yourself, choice. Play, but play yourself into position where you have to make a move because it's easy if you if you're twelve and twenty seven. Well, I mean, I, I don't think that's what's going to be. But like, if you're that, they're just going to be like, "We're making a move, not the move you want, though." You know, right. we're going the other way, right? You know, so it's kind of like uh, you got to kind of show you can compete enough to make a move. Anyway. Let's get to our guy, Viggy. Oh, Nash. hey, here we go. Hello, hello. How's oh, it going, man. guys? Nice. What's up, man? It's, uh, I feel like, Sam, I only see you after horrific losses to the Thunder. Because <laughs> um, I think that was the last time I, I jumped up on here. But I, to be fair, Friday, to be fair they've had, what, like six of them this season? So, yeah. Feels like it, right? <laughs> um, man, nice to see you, Andy. I... I have rambling thoughts, but none that are going to make anyone feel better. So I let it ride. I'll just ramble through them and then we can figure out what to say. Rambling thought number one it is more pleasurable to watch these Warriors when the kids are on the court than the vets. Yeah, agreed. Rambling thought number two is Corey Joseph a useful NBA player at this point? Rambling thought number three. <laughs> oh, I mean, how many more times are we going to see Sarich at the five? Rambling thought number four. How many more times are we going to staple Kaminga to the bench because he may have looked at Steve the wrong way at some point? I don't know what rambling thought number I'm on at this point, but like... Five. Yeah, five. Okay, we'll go with five. This really feels... It feels like when you intermesh the lineups by accounting for the Vets' limitations and the youth strengths, there is still a team of substance buried in here. Otherwise, you're not going to take the Thunder to overtime. But the insistence on basically doing, here's my group, and then here's the group that I'm forced to play because they populate the rest of my roster, and nonsensically interleaving them in ways that don't make sense and don't account for the fact that Looney is limited. All these other people are limited in various ways. It's just like it's the definition of bad coaching and not maximizing the potential of the roster. The roster needs to be better too. Like, Let's not get away from that. I agree with y'all. Like, There's probably a move to be made. But holy hell, you can also like, this is what coaching is about, right? This is what leadership's about. You got to sit the vets down and have a tough conversation and be like, yo, 
one of you two wings are coming off the bench because Moody's knocking on the door or Kaminga's knocking on the door, or I need to know if they are knocking on the door so I can decide what to do next. Mic drop. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, you're not getting pushback from, from here. Um, I think the, like, how is he any different than Doc Rivers at this stage? That's why I keep coming back to this. This feels like a Doc Rivers team where it's like, these are my guys. I'm going to trust them. I'm going to ride with them, even in the face of evidence that these other guys could help those guys. I don't know. It's, it's, he's a, he's a first ballot Hall of Fame coach. He's going to, he deserves everything he's going to get. But I'm just saying, I'm going like, come on, man. Like, your retirement to tour two, you know, who was the guy that Doc Rivers kept signing? Was it who was that? And he would just keep put was it DeAndre Jordan or, or who was the he just like he just like kept signing like the same players. Big like, baby. It was <laughs> Austin Ross. That's funny. There was a handful um, of them. There was a few. There was a few. Avery Bradley. Sure. Yeah, that 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 certainly is someone that I'm sure the. Uh, that Steve Kerr would play too much too. But yeah, it, it's these limited upside guys that I think the Warriors are slowly uh, themselves are becoming too, right? And, and like Viggy is saying, like in, interjecting some of these younger guys, they came back in that four. I thought the fourth, I thought going into that fourth quarter, I thought it was over. They're down by six going in. And they throw out a lineup of Kojo pods. I think it was uh, Kaminga. I forget a couple other guys and and I tweet like yo these guys actually brought them back this is amazing uh and, and Sam kind of goes like yeah this is what happens when you kind of put together some vets and some energy right you got some vets yeah. who you know Kate I mean Kojo's kind of you know whatever but he, you give them the energy that Kaminga provides and and that and that Pajemski provides and yeah. now you've got a good mix now you've got a good mix of guys whereas you've got some upside you've got some floor and that's just not something we've seen enough this season just not enough ever. And the yeah. tragedy is I never thought the Warriors of all teams would get here because everything about how they handled their business in the first half of this dynasty was always about the team above all. And now here they are, I don't know, placating egos or not able to make the rational decision even when it stares them in the face. Look, I'm not an NBA coach. It's easy to armchair or I guess bedside coach at this point. But hell, some, something's off, right? And I don't know how many more losses will trick away. I do feel like it's, I do feel like it's been humbling because it's like uh, they were so good and so selfless, right? Like the defining quality during those years was like, uh, you know, it's team above individual, and and you know they share the ball and sacrifice, and it's easy to buy into, and everyone gets into it, and yeah, no, they're they're dealing with these same issues every old good team deals with which is dudes not willing to admit that they're not who they used to be uh unsure how to deal with young guys coming at their legs and like it's, it's just over and then like on top of it chat mentions wigan six turnovers wiggins really should be the bridge player in this group because he's not part of the original dynasty core but he's also not 21 or 22 you know, he's he's the guy that you're hoping could take a bigger step at this point. Uh, and not only is he not doing that, he's regressing. Uh, and I, I really do think he won't be on this team next season at this rate. Ooh. I just it's like Ooh. 
it's one thing if Moses Moody is figuring out who he is for five to six million. It's another if you're 28 year old wing who makes 25 million. Just like I don't know, salary allocation, like figuring out who you are, like all that sort of stuff. Like they're not asking him to be Steph or Draymond, but they are asking him to be a consistent force for the team, and he hasn't been that. And that's Ooh. really all you need to know at this point. Is is Kuminga Viggy? <laughs> He's going to totally. Toronto with Otani. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Is is Kuminga a better player today than Andrew Wiggins? That's tough, man. I mean, like, over the course of the season right now, yeah. Like, Kuminga is is inconsistent, but the highs are high, and the lows are compensated for by energy, effort, and springy legs because dude's way younger than everyone else and way more springy than everyone else. So... I would argue he's been better. I think the more inch the, the more rational way to look at it is I think it's too close to tell, but one of them's 21, making five or six million with unlimited upside. Like I, I mean, I, I don't think he's gonna be a superstar, but like there's a lot of ways Kuminga can go. The other guy's 28, should be in the prime of his I know who I am phase. And and by the way, he makes five times as much. Yeah. And it feels like the coaching staff spends more time trying to get him going. Like he should be the guy that gets other guys going, not the other well, way around. I ask because when that trade happens and, and I'm, I'm pretty confident that a trade will happen or multiple trades will happen. I'm just curious who goes and, and it, it obviously it depends, it depends, right? All that, whatever. But who is the guy that the Warriors want to go? I'm sure there's a guy that they will want to go. And who is that? I think the obvious answer is obviously Chris Paul to begin with, but that's a contract that you're going to have to attach stuff to, 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 to make people. Yeah, what are you, re- what are you getting from just on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you want Zach Levine, right? Cause you could get off a contract. I'm sure they'll do that because they can just eat that contract, but uh, and, you know, so I'm curious, right? Is, is it going to be you throwing Wiggins in there? I mean, like, like Wiggins and Kaminga for, for Siakam, but like now you're losing two of the both of those guys. Not to say that both of them are amazing, but you're losing two of them. You're still losing wing defense and you're losing sure. your young guy for it's like it's just these are things that I think that's why I ask, right? It's just it's just it feels like Kaminga's better than Wiggins right now, but again, the bar is so low. Like all Wiggins really has to do is just to be able to make three pointers again, and he's still better than Kaminga. Like to me, like that's it's really all he has to do. The the thing is he's just so fucking bad. <laughs> he just turned the ball over and, and can't make a shot. It just doesn't matter, but I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah, kind of in a shitty spot with those guys. But those guys are in shitty spots. They did it to themselves. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Wiggins did it to himself. Like, buddy, I, I don't, I don't know what to say to you, man. Like, no, nobody made you terrible this off season. You did it to yourself. I don't know what to say. Yep. <laughs> Big Nash, appreciate you, man. Get you going. Need you. Good, good luck writing. <laughs> oh. All right, let's get to let's get to Tarek here. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? Um, you know how they say like Kerr is like from the pop and uh, Phil Jackson tree. Yeah, I don't think he really learned nothing from pop at all because remember 2011, Spurs got they lost to the Grizzlies in the first round, lost to the eight seed. I think there were some injuries, but then they kind of like switched the way they played around, and then. Made it to the finals, lost, made it back then one. And I just feel like he's on this Phil Jackson route where he's gonna ram this offense into a brick wall. 
until they get that Maverick series where you have J.J. Barea like embarrassing them. And I feel like we're at this point where this entire season feels like that Lakers Maverick series where like you're getting these up and coming teams or these mid teams just come in and they're just doing whatever they want. And it's the square peg round hole thing over and over and over again. It's not just this year. It's even going back with the year with Kai Bowman, the year with Watermaker, even going back with like the years of McCall. Like I just feel like we're repeating the same mistakes, turnovers, high turnover rate over and over and over again with the same offense. And it's like, the years we won, the talent was just so overwhelming that it kind of overcame like those um, deficiencies. But when we don't have that talent, we're seeing like the blemishes now with, all right, now you have these guys creating four on threes, but these aren't the guys that are supposed to be doing this anymore. Like Wiggins is not supposed to be doing this. Sarge is not supposed to be doing this. Draymond could do it, but he's kind of over the hill, not over the hill, but he's at this point where I feel like that four-on-three situation is just not his thing anymore. And the personnel on the team just don't fit what they used to have to make that four-on-three an actual viable thing. And I think that's why Wiggins is struggling so much because when Jordan Poole was on the court, that crunch wasn't there. And I feel like now you have one creator on the court with Steph. That four-on-three really isn't that a four-on-three anymore because why, why would you guard anybody else but Seth at that point, that four on three is really, or whatever, fuck it, three on three. It's still a three on three at that point. So I don't I don't know if they're not realizing this on the court, but that space was there when Jordan Poole was there. It's not there anymore. There's And there's no one to replace it. And I don't even think they think there's a problem with that. And I think that's the issue there. Like for, to them, they think it's 2015 still, and you could still run this. And it's not 2015 anymore. Maybe this team in 2015 runs through the fucking league. But it's not 2015 anymore. It's 2023, and this is not going to work anymore. And I just don't think there's anyone on the coaching staff that's going to hold this accountable. I mean, didn't they get rid of all the coaches a couple years ago, and they brought you guys in? And I feel like it's the same fucking shit. Like, (laughs) who's going (laughs) to hold this guy accountable? But that's all I really have to say. Perfect. Perfect. I agree with you, man. Perfect. Appreciate the call, man. It's the one. It's just somebody has to tell them that it's it's not the same as it was. Stop living in the past, man. I mean, I've lived in the past before. We've all lived in the past before. Somebody's got to wake you up, though. Somebody's got to slap you and be like, yo, Andy, maybe you don't need six shots in a row. You're not that guy, buddy. You're not that guy. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not 2015, bro. <laughs> yeah, can I eat some dinner before you drink, you idiot? You know, maybe, maybe you won't be hung over for three days after. You know what I mean? Like, somebody tell these guys, you're not, you're not Draymond, you're not that guy. Don't mix cocktail yeah. and wine, bro. Come on. <laughs> you know, vodka and, and, and whiskey. Yeah. Tanish don't care. Tanish can drink all he wants. There ain't no hangover there. What are you, <laughs> 20, 22, 21, you know? Yeah. Uh, no, it's and, sad because I'm out here like it's finals week for us here at college. And oh, you're like 18. Like, Never mind. Wow. No, 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 no. I'm like 21. but <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um. <laughs> But yeah, like I'm out here like studying for everything and then I I, t- I get on the game and I'm taking a break and f- first half like we're, we're great like amazing like we're we're up we're playing well yeah we're turning it over at least we're up right and then the second half in OT was just a series of fake comebacks that didn't let me leave the game because I kept thinking that hey maybe there's like 1% chance that like they'll win so I wanted to stay to watch the win and like every time I got like heartbroken. So anyways, um, my question for you guys is 
what do you think their record's going to be until the trade deadline? Like, we're all talking about this, like, oh, they're going to make a trade. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Like, playing like this, I don't see how we win against anyone but, like, the Blazers and the Clippers, maybe. Like, who else? Uh, so well, if you look at the schedule. Yeah, but you, he's bringing up one of my favorite points is be like, oh, they've played a lot of teams over 500. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you're <laughs> under 500. That means you play a lot of better teams. Um, let's let's pull up the schedule real quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, I looked at this I, earlier. L, L, yeah. W, W, L, W. Hey, maybe w. JP 40 point game. Four they lose four the Wizards. Three. Yeah, I feel like they lose the Wizards. <laughs> I don't know. Four and four. <laughs> five and four. Yeah. Five and five. Five and six. Six and six. <laughs> seven and six. Seven and seven. I mean, I mean, honestly, that's gotta be a, Toronto's got to be a win. Come on, Sam. <laughs> Yeah, they'll be five hundred. They'll be five hundred. But, I gave, but yeah. I gave them a win over Toronto, over Denver, which was a lie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was evening it out in my mind. Um, I think they will be just looking at the scale. Five hundred. Five hundred. Two yeah. two games above, two yeah. games below. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. They'll be sitting in that same that same range. Like, can they beat Phoenix on the road? Yes. Will they? I don't know. Probably, probably not. <laughs> no. Probably not. You know, uh, they should, should be Brooklyn. You know, it's going through the whole thing. I think they're going to be sitting in the play-in range at yeah. about five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now that Phoenix game, I've I've a final three to three to six that day. I'm going to hop on at seven. I swear, if if they have another like performance, I might I might not watch. Like I might take a break a game or two. <laughs> like. You could probably, you, you, yeah, that's just what you probably should do. That probably, probably hit, yeah. maybe hit a frat party or something is probably just not for real. Warriors. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Appreciate um, you, Tanish. Yeah. Get out of here, my man. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck on finals. Yeah. Good luck. I say we call it a night. We've, we've put in we put in an appropriate amount of time tonight. Yeah. Let's go. We'll see you guys. It's like, it's like it's like clocking in at the. Yeah. We're done for the night. <laughs> Sad, sad day, boys. Luke, I agree with you. Appreciate everyone. We'll be back.